0: To call the players? yes, sir. 22 Rocket on hit. 22 20, 22 Rocket. I can't hear you. 22 I can't 20, hear you. 22 22 this Rocket. You're QB1 of the Dillon Panthers. Your teammates, if they can hear you, they will believe in you. Now, you let it out until it hurts. You understand me? 22 22 Rocket. Hit, hit, hit. What's your name? Matt! Saracen! What you play? Give me one! Who do you play for, Saracen? How much do you want this? How much do you want this? I want it! Then take it!
1: Uh, uh, oops, 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 oops. I'm cutting up. All right, Panther Nation, it is time to pull up a folding chair, turn on the projector, and look over the game film. It is time for four downs.
0: Spencer, where are we starting off with this week? Down number one. Street and Riggins go to Mexico. How do you think this is going to go, Joe? Poorly. Super bad. It starts off pretty poorly uh, as Jason Street is absolutely shocked to learn that the, uh, the miracle... Surgery office in Mexico is a complete mess. For some reason, this is surprising to him.
1: They're kids. I think yeah. this kind of puts a light on their age, just as far as stupidity and not knowing how Mexico works.
0: Yeah. And uh, well, Tim Regan's thinks he knows how Mexico works. As we uh, as we get into that later on, with some light racism. He. <laughs> Maybe light. not light, maybe not light racism. I think it's just racism, <laughs> but you know some some network appropriate racism. Is that a fair <laughs> way of putting it? <laughs> this is this
1: is mid two thousands NBC racism.
0: Yeah. Uh, be- before we get to that, I mean, uh, yeah, it's there, there's a lot of things going at play here. Street is as desperate as he's ever been. Um, Herc told him he would get this desperate, and he he is. And Riggins is just kind of happy to have a vacation in Mexico, right? I mean...
1: Yeah, he's kind of seeing it as an opportunity to take a little bit of time off.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, really recharge, refresh from life as Tim Riggins. I wouldn't
0: call it a deserved vacation. Not at all. <laughs> Not
1: whatsoever.
0: It's just, uh, you know... He it, takes it enough happens. time off. Yeah, no, he's, he's a well-rested individual. Yeah. Um, but Riggins not content to just wait in Mexico while this doctor comes back from some undefined sabbatical that he's on that his front desk uh, assistant has no idea when he's going to be back. Riggins says, "Screw that! We're taking this ten grand, and we're going to go party." And Jason says, "No, my savings, ten grand is so that I can walk again." And then they ultimately decide to party on—I don't know—a few pesos. I mean, not ten grand. They didn't go that hard.
1: Yeah. Although I would love to see how much ten thousand dollars where that would get you. In
0: Mexico in two thousand five? Yeah. Pretty far.
1: I think <laughs> I think you can have a really good spin-off series that would be direct to HBO. I don't think it could be on NBC at all. But I would like to see it.
0: That sounds incredible. Yeah, I want I want HBO to bring this show back and Jason Street and Tim Riggins, you, you bring back the actors. And it's their kids just partying, partying away in Mexico. That I and really don't, HBO.
1: I'm really glad the show ended before we saw Tim Riggins have a child. Cause I, I don't know. I could go one of two ways. Tim's either the best father there ever was, or he's just the biggest deadbeat. And I don't think there's
0: really any room for in between. I, I kind of feel like there's a small chance. It's not the favorite, but I feel like he just becomes like super Catholic later in life. Yeah. And it's just like, like doesn't drink, doesn't do anything. Like having a kid just like shocks him into being not, you know, sober and all that. No, a few guys like that. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely in the realm of possibility. It's, it's, it's not, it's a non-zero percent chance. Um, yeah. And then we get to the, the racism here. Street and Riggins end up getting approached by a cop. Um, Riggins said, you know, and then Riggins tries to bribe the guy and that works poorly. Uh, or not at all. And then Street has to go bail him out. And then Riggins has the line, quote, it's not my fault we found the only honest cop in Mexico. Funny, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's a cheap laugh. It's a. <laughs> I'm not sure that joke leaves the writer's room. No. In 2019. It, it gets a gasp in 2020 is what it got from me. <laughs> oh my God. Um. When Tim Riggins is skeptical of, of a decision that you're about to make, I think I think you're probably not thinking clearly. Don't do that
1: decision. Yeah. Which is funny because just like the dynamic here with Tim and Jason is that Tim is I think I think Tim definitely has the, the best of intentions as far as going to Mexico. Yes, I agree. but then he it's just
0: he, he gets distracted too easily. Well, I think he really I think he thought that, okay, I'm gonna go get street drunk for like you know, go on a 72-hour... Do you think this was planned? Like, just, like, trying to get him to, like... I make... mean, I don't want to give him that much credit. Okay. But I feel like... I feel like Riggins realized too late that his... That this was going off the rails. Um, and then, you know, then that's when he brings Lila in to kind of try to help save it. Because he's like, shoot, he might actually go through with this. As opposed to... They just go on a 72-hour bender in Mexico and come back. Yeah. I don't know. But... Yeah, Riggins is skeptical, um, then gets Lila to come to uh to Mexico. And I guess episode five opens with Lila in Mexico. I guess she flew there. I
1: I don't know. She just shows up. I mean, Texas isn't far from Mexico. I mean, she drove
0: back with them. It's true.
1: But aren't they in like Dallas? A one way flight. No. Is
0: it in, we don't know what part. I mean, Mexico's big. Like, It's <laughs> fair. Yeah, I mean, if they they could be right across the border, I guess. Yeah, that, but, I mean, like that, she didn't take an Uber there. She probably she probably took
1: a one way. I guess. Lila I
0: mean, Garrity uh, has the means for that. How did? How did? Maybe I bury the lead here. How did Jason Street uh, have a bag full of ten thousand dollars? That's also what I don't get. I don't know how that happened because isn't his family like pretty much in debt at this point? Pretty much. I don't know if
1: like. Once again, really easy things that probably could have been explained yeah. in like five seconds. Like, oh, my grandfather died recently and he left me all this money.
0: In the version of this season that is 22 episodes long, I feel like those things get explained. Probably so. It's only 12 episodes here. And it's not, you know, it's not that distracting, but it's it's not great. Um, before I was going to say, before we skip on,
1: yeah. get too far along, I do want to point this out. And I just wanted to kind of touch on it as far as Jason as a character obviously is still in very much denial about everything. Yeah. I think he has a very overly optimistic approach to what his future is, which is not to say that you shouldn't be optimistic yeah. that maybe one day I'll get better because I'm already making really good progress. But yeah. I think he's still, once again, as I mentioned, the this block of ep- or this whole storyline really casts a light on Jason's age and like, oh yeah, he's 17 or 18 or whatever he is. Um, but you can really see the sadness and I don't mean to like, I, at first when I saw this, I was just like, I'm going to bring this up in a funny way. But when he's singing La Cucaracha, yeah, it's the saddest thing in the world. so
0: sad. I wrote that down too. I mean, he is in a place of just total desperation where he can't even allow himself to consider that this is a bad idea because he thinks it's his only way out. Yeah. He thinks it's the only option, not that it might be a bad option. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's this is arguably the low point for Jason of this series.
1: It's a really low point. By the way, do you know what La Cucaracha is about? No. It's about a cockroach that can't walk. That's what huh. the song... That's what the song... It roughly translates. I
0: had no idea. Never well, it's seen. fitting, though. Yeah. No. I mean, good on the writers. They did They did something well in season two.
1: But Jason, though, is... And I'm not saying he's... It's, it's not like people are trying to kill Jason, but like... Yeah. He is a fighter. He is very resilient, like a cockroach. Um, not trying to um, give him the name Little Cockroach we, or anything. But do you think
0: he knew that it was about a cockroach that couldn't walk?
1: Well, no, probably not. But at the same... I was going to say, this is a pretty recognizable song, even if you don't know yeah. a lot about yeah, yeah, yeah. Hispanic culture or anything yeah. like that. So it's just like another song, probably. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to learn. Yeah. And then he also changes the words... Yeah. Um, in a
0: very sad way. In, <laughs> I didn't write down the lyrics or anything, but yeah.
1: Cause I was like and the, the reason I thought about bringing this up in a funny way is just like, Oh man, Jason and Tim are doing karaoke <laughs> at a Mexican
0: bar. It sounds like a good time. And then it's so you, depressing. You get really depressed really it's, quickly. God, it's terrible. Um, then they have a booze cruise, which is Tim's big plan on just kind of telling street that this is not going to happen. Um, and Lila's mad about it, but then she's like, all right, fine, I'll come in your stupid booze cruise. And then Riggins has the heart-to-heart. Surgery's not going to happen. I'm not going to come back to Dylan and tell your parents that I'll let you die, which is probably the most reasonable thing Tim has said so far in this series. Like, the most responsible. And she, I mean, I can't think of anything it's else. A, it's
1: up there with teaching Bo Miller to fight. He had sure. to grow
0: up pretty quickly. I mean, he's... Riggins is... Yeah, he's looking after Jason as if he's Bo Miller right now.
1: He's that That is one good thing about Tim, is that even though he is kind of an asshole, yeah, which and not even kind of he is an asshole, yeah, for, yeah. but he does care Almost
0: about, unredeemably,
1: but he does have to the, this point. he does have a lot of loyalty to him and yeah. to the people he loves, for and sure. so and then um
0: Jason tried to kill himself a little bit. is that your read on this on the i mean i he definitely tried to fall off the boat, and he probably thinks he can't swim.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the I guess impression I got. It was such that was of all the things that we talk about how bad season 2 was, just how they shot that entire scene was yeah. so bad. Yeah. But no, I think this was definitely Jason just like I'm I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Um and thankfully, you know, he just s- can still swim a little and, bit, yeah. And washes up like on a on a shore somewhere.
0: I guess I'd be interested to talk to a t- doctor and see if that would actually be possible to swim. I, I mean, don't I feel like don't it know. would be
1: easy, but he does have I mean, yeah, quite of means. like upper body strength.
0: Yeah. And I guess I don't, we don't know how far out they were, but they seemed, they were pretty far out from the shore. Yeah. I mean, you can't drive a boat that big, that close to the shore as fast as you we were going. There's wake zones and stuff. That's true. So probably... A little bit of yada uh, yada his struggle back to shore. but um, He's a cockroach. Here's one thing that is unfor- unforgivable about the writing of season two here. They had to pick him up on shore in a truck. They couldn't turn the boat around? Yeah, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That makes no sense. Nope, that's not what would happen. They couldn't have shot a scene with them pulling the boat back up around him and Riggins like, diving in heroically to save him? Like, wouldn't that have been better? Probably. Why w- didn't they do that? <laughs> it was season two, man. There was a lot this of things. Doesn't thing. make any sense at all. There are a lot of moving parts that weren't going where they were supposed to. So, oh, somebody's doing. I hope can the can the people hear the lawn work going on outside? Oh, is that lawn? Is that lawn work? I think somebody's working a weed eater here in January in Oklahoma City. I think that just might be on my laptop
1: overheating. I don't know what that is.
0: No, I think that's coming from outside. You think it's a laptop? Yeah dude that's so loud I know <laughs> I straight up thought it was a, somebody taking a weed walker to something outside but I guess yeah shoot that's loud
1: might be able to hear a little bit I don't know oh they, well they can deal with it we can, we can just power
0: through um, yeah so they save street um, get him up on. he gets himself up on the shore they pull him into the truck and drive off um, and go back to Dylan All's all's I mean, I
1: was gonna say all that ends well, or what's the phrase?
0: All's well that ends well. There we go. i I've never really understood what that meant. I never. I've never really taken the time to dissect.
1: I haven't either, but I thought it was fitting there, even though I couldn't say it myself.
0: All's well that. I mean, it it kind of ended well. It. I mean, yeah,
1: he didn't die.
0: It ended neutrally, I would say.
1: T- Tim accomplished what he set out to do,
0: which was prevent Jason Street from, you know. Giving himself debilitating spinal surgery. Basically, yeah. And wasting $10,000 for nothing.
1: Yeah, and they got to party a little bit in Mexico.
0: Yeah. Just a little little on-the-side thing. And continued their awkward uh, trio with Lila. Love triangle. Love triangle with Lila. They get back to Dylan. um, and Riggins is not on the football team anymore because he's missed like three games. How many games has he missed at this point? He's missed multiple games. I yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, you. Which is you would, would hope he'd be off the team.
0: Yeah, uh, he's like, "Where's my locker?" And uh, I wrote that coach basically told him to pound sand. Um, <laughs> but coach also left, so I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's that's a that's a later down uh, coming on this episode. We're definitely gonna dig into uh, Coach Taylor quitting at uh, oh, what was it at IBM? TMU. Is that, was, it, was it IBM? I, I think it was IBM. IBM. <laughs> Do you remember that, that line? Never mind. No, I don't. Um, I don't know, man. Oh, what's this quote that I've written down here? I didn't attribute this, but I, I think I remember It's uh I believe this is Tammy, a Tammy quote about Tam saying, I'm going to be squeezing his testicles until he's bleeding term papers. Do you remember that? You I don't. That? I don't actually remember that one. I think it was either Tammy or... It must have been Tammy because Eric wouldn't have cared at this point. Yeah, because then he, that, it's the scene where he discovers the breast pump in Tammy's office. Oh. Uh, it's that scene. I don't remember that one. I don't know, man. I'm just here for Tim Riggins, uh, you know, assimilating back into regular life in Dylan. He, he needs to get back to normal because I can't handle. He, he's just, he just kind of spirals. and. You know what? Everyone else in Dylan except for Coach Taylor completely agrees with you at this point. They all want him back on the team. And it's just not going to happen right now. Um, Coach Taylor's not really letting up. um, Doesn't really, you know, just not not letting him back on the team yet. But glad that Coach Taylor is back. Yeah. Um, One more thing on street, and then we're uh, going to move on to down number two. Uh, His birthday party at the end of episode six here is pretty tough. They're watching old highlights. Breaking down the game film as you would have said, as you would say. Yeah. And then he says, could have been a dynasty, then Lila would have been rich. Just a lot. Just cut so deep,
1: man. Like <laughs> the whole what? So I don't know, maybe really good athletes do this, but them just watching film just seemed so cringy to me. Just like it's a birthday party.
0: <laughs> well, it's, I could see it since he's,
1: Yeah, since he's paralyzed. Since he's paralyzed, you're just like trying to think of
0: happier times.
1: That would just make me sad. I don't know. Like just like thinking about like my 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 previous playing career. I guess they thought Street was ready for it. I don't know. He probably wasn't. I don't he was I don't think he was at all. I don't think Jason is in any emotional place to handle any bit of adversity.
0: (laughs) Just he's just No, he's he's clearly not. He's failed. I mean, he's failed and then sort of he's taken two steps backward and then one steps forward at every. I mean, like missing the, the, uh, the Olympic team. I mean, the thing with the stuff with Lila, like it's two steps for two steps back, one steps forward every time that he's had to face adversity. And who can blame him? But that's just kind of the reality of it right now of, of where he's at through uh, through six episodes of season two.
1: You want to move on to yeah. second
0: down. Second down. Um, Lila Garrity. This is not. This is gonna be. This is kind of a quick down. I've just got it in here because it kind of helps the the story flow, and I want to build suspense for the big storyline here at the end with the murder. But uh, Lila, who has been a Christian for about six months at age seventeen, is tasked with doing prison evangelism in the opening moments of season four. Or, I have uh, so many four. issues
1: with this. It's
0: it's pretty terrible.
1: I don't think a they would let a minor do this. No. At all. No. Not even in a small town. No. It just it it's a little bit ridiculous to me. Definitely
0: but. not somebody who like I could see it maybe if like her parents were heavily involved in the program that she was working with or something, but yeah. not no. Not and not with her parents going through a divorce Like clearly not everything is stable in her mind at seventeen years old. She's totally unqualified to do this.
1: I think that's my biggest thing is that she's very unqualified for this. And also I just think once again, going back to the minor part of it, she's not in a really, I just feel like it's not a very safe thing, even though anyone who goes into a prison, it's not really like probably a safe thing as far as just like you open yourself up to a risk that you don't normally self normally open yourself up to. Yeah. But I don't, I think for liability reasons, you, probably wouldn't want a 17-year-old girl.
0: There's no way. Preaching to these, to, I mean, no, there's no way.
1: Also, just for them to have an impromptu Q&A
0: session. Just yeah, no, there's no back and forth. Yeah. You know, even in a world where they would do this. Um, no, it was ter- it's, it's a terrible idea. They did it because it was a vehicle for her to meet Santiago, and that's fine, I guess, but it's lazy. I mean, it, it's one of the... Bigger uh, flaws of this season so far.
1: I mean, Santiago's my guy.
0: I, I like Santiago. Santiago um, has, man, he, I hate what they do with him later in this this block. But, um, yeah, Santiago, this is Santiago's introduction into the story. Um, Lila stops him on the side of the road to get in, with, you know, whatever. She's, like, trying to actually do the right thing or so she thinks um
1: which is crazy because i mean she's just like you know a person that i think is very self-righteous yeah and you can obviously tell that obviously like her her mom i think it was her mom or or both her parents really yeah not very keen on this although i think
0: Well, buddy takes advantage of it though
1: comes around yeah well he finds a use Yes. As, as we mentioned, Buddy, Buddy likes people that can benefit him.
0: Yes. So, Pam comes up to... Well, first, Lila asks her mom, whose name is... Pam. Pam. To hire Santiago to, like, work odd jobs around the house. And Pam is like, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> In the nicest possible way, but also pretty sternly. And then Pam makes an error. Uh, she... Buddy is... Not in a good spot with Lila right now. Lila's very upset with Buddy for a good reason. Um, but Buddy's going to use this to advantage, his advantage whenever Pam says, hey, Buddy, fix this. And, you know, like, she wants to give him a job in the house. Can you believe that? And he's like, oh, he wants a job, does he? And Buddy gives him a job and earns a lot of points with Lila. Um, I don't know. What would you think about that? Um, I mean, I think that...
1: Buddy probably gives out too many jobs in the show. Um He's tried to give out three so far. Um, er, uh, well, maybe four. Saracen's dad. Saracen's dad. Who are the others? Uh, well, he tried to give one to Voodoo's
0: parent, dad, or something. Yeah, Um that was off screen. I guess you could also
1: count Tyra's mother. Um, oh, for
0: sure. Yeah, for sure.
1: And then Santiago, I so, guess.
0: Three, three on screen at least.
1: There, there's another. There, he he gives that one more job. I don't think we're there yet, though. Later, on the Later in the
0: series, yeah. yeah. Um, eight fifteen an hour. Not, not bad in two thousand six. That's about minimum wage now. Cost of living in Dillon's probably um, not great. I, I I did the inflation calculator thing. It's ten eighty. It's almost eleven dollars an hour in, in twenty eighteen. It's pretty good. That's that's fine. Living in Dillon, Texas, you're probably that's, doing all right. That's more than you'd make as you know as a waiter probably. Alamo Freeze, maybe. Definitely more than Alamo Freeze. You're making like five, fifteen. That's double what he would make at Alamo Freeze. Yeah,
1: I do like. I mean, I, I I like. It's just one of those things where it feels like kind of icky. Kind of the things that I think Buddy and both both Buddy and Lila do because I think they do a lot of things, a little bit out of selfishness to make themselves feel good. Yeah. Um. I think Buddy definitely is using, just l- likes using everyone as kind of a chess piece in his big game. Um yep. But. I mean the one good positive of it is that Santiago is getting a chance um an opportunity to have a decent paying job as we just yeah. <laughs> explained but um but you know he's it, it, you know all, a lot of these a lot, a lot of these shows don't we we don't really ever get to see some of these bad kids humanized more um, or I guess we're kind of painting, you know, obviously Santiago is just like a kid at the... And I guess it's... Kind of looking back on it, he was... It wasn't necessarily a prison. It was a juvie. So maybe that makes more sense. Was it? Yeah. Because he's, he's a minor himself. That's
0: true. So that makes... Some of those guys looked older, though. A little bit. I don't know. I'd have to watch rewatch the scene. It still is, would never happen. Probably not. No. It's a little... It's not... It's less offensive to everyone's intelligence if it's a juvie, but it still never happened
1: yeah anyway um but it's nice to get him to, to see because we, we've seen a lot of bad kids of the show that like I, I don't feel like we ever get to maybe see them develop or see what they could possibly be
0: who was um the kid that fought the guy that I said sucked <laughs> Reyes Bobby Reyes Bobby Reyes yeah he never really got the the true development. He was uh discriminated against, and then turned out they made him the villain, even though he was the the victim. Not great.
1: Yeah, I do. I mean, I was gonna say on kind of the this show does has done like an okay job of like trying to show better parts of Tim Riggins, but I think he is an antagonist in a lot of ways. Has at least and and tag antagonist qualities to him to the show yeah um not that he anyone probably sees him as a villain but the show at least does it did with with voodoo you got to see a little bit of his own personality because i think he was also supposed to be this kind of like kind of like mysterious antagonist as far as like he's a part of the show and then like he creates trouble, he's kicked off the team, or he well, leaves. He, he's,
0: he's still Matt Saracen's job, and Matt Saracen's the ultimate hero of the story. Yeah. Um,
1: and we never really get any of his perspective, but I, I do like no. that we're getting more of that from this storyline, yeah. as far as just like a kid lo- looking for a second chance.
0: That said, uh, I don't think we saw Santiago at all in Episode 5, but Episode 6 um, essentially opens with Buddy having deployed santiago is entertainment uh as he's tasked with catching pigs in a pit not my favorite scene (laughs) it's it's pretty tough it's (laughs) it's really tough i mean good god (laughs) (laughs) it the racist undertones of this are i mean they're overtones even undertones is putting it nicely i guess it's
1: (laughs) It's ridiculous. I can think of a few ways you can make it worse, but yeah, they like they tiptoed that line of like we're like we can get away with showing I'm, this on TV. God.
0: Not now. He could oh, not now for sure. I mean, goodness gracious, this thing I mean, there are a lot of things from the mid two thousands that didn't age well, like the hangover movies and like Superbad and stuff like that. This Well th- we don't we don't even get into super bad.
1: <laughs> we don't need to There are jokes in those movies. We don't need to disparage <laughs> The cinematic masterpiece that is super bad. We don't need to go there.
0: Okay. Is it there? uh, We don't have to go there. That's fine. But this, I mean, they've mostly stayed away from homophobia or they knew not to touch that. But there are a lot of racist things that would not fly now that have happened in the show, whether acknowledged or unacknowledged. Uh, And this is one of them.
1: I I do think as far, because we've talked a little bit about how this show, it feels like they have a checklist of like issues. Yeah. And I don't.
0: Ahead of its time in that way.
1: Yeah, I, I'm surprised there's not like one like LGBTQ storyline. There
0: really hasn't been yet. They, I honestly, they were probably told that's the one line you can't cross in 2000.
1: Yeah, but I feel like if this show was made ten years later, there's definitely a storyline about like a football, like one of the football players. Yeah, like,
0: one of the main characters would have either been out or yeah or closeted gay for sure.
1: And it would have been a storyline about how he like came out or something like yeah, that, or how it, he dealt yeah, with I
0: mean, it, and. I mean, obviously representation is important and it would have been good if that was a part of the show, but we, there are plenty of athlete, you know, closeted coming out storylines across television.
1: Is it, is it forward thinking for, to kind of go back to what we were saying about the checklist, is it forward thinking of them to be like, Hey, let's, let's tackle these issues. Or is it maybe in, in a way a little bit lazy just to be like. Let's just kind of, let's go down the list.
0: I'd want to talk to somebody that was watching television every week in 2005 and 6
1: You're looking at them, right? Right well, now. <laughs> I'm <laughs>
0: kidding. <laughs> Shoot. I've been watching Sweet Life of Zack and Cody all week. It's timeless. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's what I was watching. Did you finally get Disney Plus? Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got Disney Plus. on. Li- yeah, for sure. Um, I just don't know what other shows we're dealing with, with serious social issues. So fair. I think looking at it through a 2019, 2020 lens where almost every show on television this year either has a gay character or, you know, a, a, an element of racism or, or something like that, the, it's good to highlight those things and, you know, and have representation in that way. I don't know if in the mid 2000s, if that was happening all the time or if, uh, you know, if, if it was ahead of its time in a, in, in a big way if it's you know because if if it was happening all the time it does look lazy like if friday night lights if you teleport this to now it looks lazy but in 2005 it was probably pretty progressive is my guess
1: i guess i think you i think you hit it right what i was trying to say just like it feels
0: somewhat a little bit like pandering at times but we're so used to this these storylines showing up in our content now yeah whereas back then it was probably like whoa you know
1: i never thought about that yeah I shouldn't talk to Mexicans that way.
0: <laughs> Just a crazy
1: concept.
0: Um, we get Santiago on the football field because Buddy figures out that he's a good enough athlete and could probably help the football team using, you know, another example of Buddy using somebody else for his gain. Um, and it honestly it would be good for Santiago if he was good at football, um, you know, and, and could get into school and finish his education. That Those aren't bad things. It would definitely be good for Santiago. Yeah. Um, however, uh, he sucks at football. It's he's, not very, good. he's very athletic, but he, he's trash. Yeah, he just hasn't ever played the game before. Yeah. No, it's not his fault. He's just not. He's athletic. He's trash too hard. Is that? He,
1: he, he's inexperienced. He's he's a very raw product. He's he's Victor Oukor. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to get into that.
0: He's Kirkweth. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Santiago is a project for sure. He He's a project. Um, yeah. I mean, how do we feel about this? Cause on one hand, like it's very good for Santiago if he can finish school and play football and stay out of trouble. And that's great, but it is, it's very exploitative as well.
1: Yeah. It, I mean, for sure. Like, it, but, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. know this is a show about football and there's not a whole lot of football in yeah. it. It would have been cool if maybe just like, Oh, I actually i'm really into
0: science or something like <laughs> or like i don't know maybe I, he is and buddy just doesn't care about that that's I'm just possible say,
1: i'm just saying like it it, it would have been nice if just like as like ah oh, maybe this football thing's not for me but you could make him a part of the storyline in a different way i don't know how but yeah i think that there is a way to incorporate with him you know we don't we don't need him to, to be the entertainment at Buddy's, yeah. you know, car dealership. So,
0: yeah, literally anything's better than that. You're right. Good Lord. Um, so Lila asks Riggins, wrapping, wrapping a bow on, uh, on step two here, uh, second down. Uh, Lila asks Tim to help Santiago be good at football, as if, you know, Landry was helping him write a paper. Um, and Riggins is kind of at first like, why? Like, why would I do that? And, uh, but he comes around and he takes another Bo Miller under his wing and kind of runs routes with him. Uh, who else is there in that scene? I forget. It's
1: like Saracen and Smash Street. Oh, is it Smash? Yeah. No, it's Saracen and Smash, you're right?
0: Yeah. Because then it's, this is also the culmination of Saracen and Smash being mad at each other or the ending, you know. Tying a, a Which we talked about that. in the last episode. Yeah, right? we talked about that a lot. This last strange
1: episode. beef that came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah, and there's a little bit more that we'll talk about uh, in this episode when we get to extra points. Uh, but it's really... They pretty much buried the hatchet last last block. Um, and so, yeah, it seems like uh, we, leave, we close out season six with them making progress. Coach Taylor says, all right, you're on the team, basically, or something to that effect, right? Yeah. And then uh, Tim's like, what about me? And he's like not yet or nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah. So, uh I think that's that's probably enough for
1: Second Down. Would, uh, yeah. I, I was going to say, there wasn't really much to say about Lila
0: other than just No, f- she really... I don't like what they're, they're doing with her. I mean, she really doesn't have a whole lot to do right now. I mean, this fake evangelism thing that she's on. I mean, like you said, she's very self-righteous. She's clearly overcompensating for her sins of season one yeah to put it that way and I don't know I guess her character right now only serves to link up Buddy Tim and Santiago so and actually I don't even remember if Santiago ends up playing or if he does well or not that'll be a surprise for me when we keep going through season two but
1: I was gonna say it's funny the role reversal because I feel like last season kind of the things that you were saying about Tyra was that yeah. she was just kind of given stuff to do? Yeah, and I this feel like works. they're just—I feel like they're just giving Lila stuff to do. They're yeah. just like, "Here, go preach, like you know, do something." Yeah, and but now Tyra is a very
0: integral part. Yeah, I would say so of the. <laughs> that's that's fourth down that's, of the that's, town that's, of Dylan. That's the money down that we're getting to here at the end here. <laughs> um, God, I can't wait to get to fourth down. Let's go. Let's—we got to go to third down first though, which is of course. uh This whole mess with with them ousting McGregor and bringing Coach Taylor back from TMU into uh, into Dylan.
1: Do you think there's a world where this could actually happen? Which part? Oh, (laughs) a coach getting fired after two games, and then a coach leaving a
0: college football coaching job in the middle of a game. (laughs) Basically, yeah. I mean, he got... So, yeah. Set the stage here. They fire McGregor. And McGregor's like, you're kidding to Buddy. And Buddy's like, look, we just want to go in a different direction. Here's your severance. Yeah. Go in a different direction. Then Buddy calls Coach Taylor in the middle of his college football game, gets to the line in the press box and says... What is it? Like, the Eagle has landed or something corny like that? Yeah. Like, you're still good, right? Because I just fired our coach. You're still good, right? Like, bizarre that... They would even try to say... I mean, it's bizarre in the first place. It I'm stuck on them getting the the phone call to the coach's office or into the coach's press box. That, like, how that, does Buddy have that number? Yeah. Why would he call it during a game?
1: He's Buddy. He's Buddy Garrity. That is... Just a Conference USA game or something. Who
0: knows? Like, I've been... In the coaches' press, we have recorded podcasts not together but separately after football games mm-hmm. in the coaches' press box. The assistant coaches' press boxes. There's no phone line up there.
1: Maybe back then when there weren't cell phones, though. You no, know,
0: the press box is pretty old.
1: That's true. I was gonna say maybe when cell phones or when landlines were still more prominent, it would have made more sense. I don't.
0: Our coaches certainly aren't even allowed to have their phones during games, right? I'm sure the ones the I'm sure the ones in the press box might I have think.
1: one. I don't know. Who knows.
0: And it'd be real easy to get distracted or I don't know could you cheat using a phone up there after this whole baseball scandal I'm a little a little skeptical yeah I'm just like man what can you really do with technology I don't know Um, yeah they fire McGregor and then Eric quits tries to he tries to give his like two weeks notice and the head coach is like Eric leave your keys at the door this isn't IBM like just go that yeah, was the IBM quote that I was referencing earlier. Gotcha. He was like, "This is an IBM. There's like, no exit like, strategy. Yeah, there's no there's no exit plan. Like, just get out, get out of my face. I'm mad at you." And he kind of. I mean, Eric kind of deserves it. He does.
1: I if I could rewrite season two, and I don't know if this makes it better, but it falls a little too perfectly for him to just kind of move in. And I know he has. Oh, the, that would
0: never happen. Yeah
1: to to like like leave the job get the get the head coaching job right back but if i could rewrite season 2 i think how i would have done it and i don't know if this makes it better but i would have ousted mcgregor i would have had buddy lead taylor to believe that he had his old job back and then they can't get that to go through. And then Mac McGill has to leave <laughs> the, the, the Dillon Panthers. Mac first. McGill's just the interim. He finally gets his shot and it just goes disastrous. And
0: Coach Taylor is what? Just super dad for season two? Yeah. I would like that. Yeah.
1: Like let's build, let's build on Tammy and Eric's relationship. Cause it's not good right now.
0: No. Although Mac McGill. <laughs>
1: Mac McGill gave some advice.
0: <laughs> I don't know that. That's I've got that written down as an extra point, but I I really don't feel qualified to talk about that, so we can skip we can skim <laughs> over it. Um, yeah, and then all of a sudden, like McGregor, we get this we get the lawyers involved, like you said, and it would never happen. And there's just so much paperwork and everything. And but McGregor is apparently fighting his own firing, which I don't think would ever happen.
1: Yeah, you got severance. He got
0: yeah. He's you've got your severance. You negotiate. a big check. A buyout. They paid it to you. That's it. I mean, that's how they explained it. They didn't say, "Buddy, buddy," was like, "Look, you don't know, get your severance. We're firing you for cause."
1: It's just, it's hard for me to justify that that would even happen because, like, the coaching world is so weird with how they handle people losing their job. Yeah. That just like I feel like it's kind of anything could kind of go situation, but you know.
0: Especially high school football, in Texas.
1: Well, that is one thing to keep in mind. It's like Texas high school football's nuts, and the idea of someone getting fired two games into the season maybe isn't so as far fetched as I think I'm making out to be. But
0: replaced by the previous coach in the same season. That there's some yeah, shady stuff going on there.
1: I just think, yeah. And there I, was. I mean, I I just think that's why the it it like it would have been interesting if like the the whole obviously. The season's not already going well. Yeah. Um, and I, I think most people can probably put together where the season's headed. Yeah. And it would make a lot more sense for that just to be like the, the blood to be on the hands of Mac McGill and not Eric Taylor. Not that he can really yeah. fix it, but.
0: Two more things that would never happen in this scene. Number one, McGregor's lawyer calls out Tim Riggins for being a notorious drunk. Do you remember this? Yeah, vaguely. So, Buddy is like explaining why they fired him. And it's like, we had a player pass out in his practice. And she's like, oh, "Oh, come on. Give me a break. He's a drunk. Like, talking about a 17-year-old kid in a town that she's not from. That would never happen. Number two, after all this has been decided, they agree on a settlement, whatever. Eric finds out he is the coach officially in the newspaper the next day. That's ridiculous. Like, he didn't know until Julie was like, hey, congrats, Dad.
1: I mean, I'm sure he had an idea.
0: He didn't know it was official. Oh, well. Right?
1: That was was the official. (laughs) It was just like, hey, you're the coach.
0: I mean, he certainly didn't read his contract.
1: You know that buddy, though, probably leaks a lot of stuff to that newspaper.
0: That's true. But why wouldn't he just text? I don't know. Um, Yeah, but we know he didn't read his contract because his, his salary was light, as we'll get to in episode six. One thing that happened before that. Eric gets confronted by McGregor on his doorstep. Yes. What was your take on this scene?
1: I really liked that they included it.
0: Yeah. I thought it, I mean, you don't want to rip down your protagonist too much, but in this case, I think it was necessary. And Eric, it's not like Eric was really
1: fighting for this. Like he, it's not like he was just like, Hey, it's not like he was calling the shots and being like, Hey, like get McGregor out or anything like that. Yeah. But at the same time, he definitely, if he didn't give Buddy the, the green light, then Buddy probably just waits it out and just is like, well, we got, we got, we have a coach. We're going to have to run, run with it. He certainly did
0: not respect his successor um, in the way that you would have uh, wanted him to. But little I guess it would be pathos having the U-Haul with his daughter, with his wife and daughter in the, in the background, ready to move out of town. Yeah. It was a nice touch.
1: That was good. Um, I, I do feel for Gregor. I mean, he's, you know, we don't know a whole lot about him other than he's just a very hard-nosed, old-school coach. Yeah. But once again, I think that, and kind of to tie, to tie it back into what we were saying about Santiago, it is nice that we're getting some more uh, humanization of some of these characters. Yeah. Um, especially, a, like, supporting guy. Or, like, not even supporting, just, like, small, minor roles. Yeah. Like McGregor, and yeah. so that's at least a nice touch to, to what is just such a terribly put together season. God,
0: it's such a mess. Um, why is this? I this is another thing. So coaches check his light, which is just kind of a funny thing that happens because it's like, uh, what the heck, buddy? Fix it. Yeah. And but it's like, why? Like, why is this in the season? Why does this? Like, why do I care about the? Bureaucratic BS that goes into whether or not a high school football coach's salary is increased by ta- what what are we talking we're talking about like eight thousand dollars a year here probably is the difference something like that so it said it's down 37 percent what is it the Dillon, Texas football coach making in 2005 fifty grand probably about
1: I mean that, so that's I guess that's probably that's more than eight
0: thousand dollars that's probably it?
1: lowballing it too though maybe I don't know. I just think that the more you say these really good points and I want to give you a lot of credit, but like, you're right. Like, why do I care about it's any of this? I don't
0: care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's I mean, kind it's, of pointless. It's kind of funny when Tammy's sister makes fun of him for how little money he makes, but which I think her only purpose
1: in this blog is really just like, we got to set this joke up. <laughs>
0: I don't know what other. I think are, they what are, hired a new actress just to make fun of Eric for a point. Like, or what are we just filling airtime here? I mean,
1: what else is she doing?
0: Yeah. Like, provoking Julie to to be a rebel. Basically, yeah. She's just stirring stuff up between Julie and Tammy. Like, they needed any help.
1: Tammy has enough on her plate. We don't need this. <laughs> like, oh, I'm your sister, and I do things different. We don't need that. No.
0: It's totally unnecessary. Tammy doesn't need that. I will say there's one other funny thing that came from Coach Taylor being the athletic director. And I think we've referenced this scene a couple times. I've been waiting for it. But it's when the new so- or the soccer coach comes in with a flat ball and is basically like, fix this now. Or I'm going to be in here every day in your ear. <laughs> like in a very sassy and just funny way. I loved it. Yeah, it, it almost warrants the inclusion of you know this storyline almost not quite but it it's pretty funny yeah I mean that actress killed it
1: I, I think if anything th- this storyline is a vehicle to like show that Dylan has other sports than football because we really don't know anything else about any of the other sports which I don't think any of us really care but like Maybe. I just it shows depth to the high school at least
0: I don't know man I think it's just a a roadblock that coach has to deal with. Like they're just giving him something extra to do to make his job even harder, I guess to make it seem more difficult.
1: What could have been if he he just could have been like a stay at home dad for a little bit.
0: (laughs) I really, I'm mad that we didn't get that. I really like that idea. Just super dad, Eric Taylor just coming in getting mad at julie for calling it a blob and all this i think nonsense. well i was
1: gonna say i think there could be like some serious like development there too with like him and julie yeah um he probably could have worked privately with matt like we could have because yeah. i really love the matt eric relationship even though it can be awkward and cringy at times which there is a part um <laughs> much huh yeah um <laughs> But anyway, there's a lot of different ways you could have gone, but season two, as we just all know, just not great.
0: Um, The other line that I don't want to forget here is after that soccer coach leaves, Mac and coach are just kind of looking at each other, and Mac says, I hope they're paying you a ton of money. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: Man, I would... I, I know it's kind of a normal thing at the high school level. At small schools, like the football coach is usually also the athletic director. Um, because that is how
0: you get. Or, yeah, one of the coaches yeah, is, yeah.
1: Well, I think it's how you get around paying them a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Um, but that just seems like way too much responsibility.
0: Um, that's going to do it for third down. You Fourth wanna down, get, baby. You want to get into the thick of it? Oh, yes. The murder of it all. Oh, where does this storyline pick up in episode... Do we get anything in episode four? Yes. Uh, Tyra gets called in for questioning. Um, but it was just because they had found the body. And they were like, is this the guy that was messing with you? And she was like, yes. And she's about to just spill her guts. And they're like, okay, thanks, you can go. And she's like, what? I don't know. I thought it was a nice little...
1: I'm just... I'm so ready for like... it. I, I do feel like at times with this whole plot, the show can't decide how serious it wants to be. And sometimes when we get into the murder part of it, it just, it's just like, it feels like the show becomes black and white and it gets very, very tense, very tense. And yeah. I'm just like, and murder is very tense. Yeah. Um, but no, it, Tyra is, is not dealing with all of this too well. Um, neither is Landry. Landry's
0: got a little bit of a come up here. He does. Landry actually kind of hits a a high point. I don't know.
1: And then his father completely ruins it for him.
0: Oh my gosh. He just... it really... He really did it. Um, You want to talk about Landry's locker room speech? What a great speech it was. Did that inspire you? It was shockingly good. Um Landry was competent on the football field. Um, I mean, it was funny when Coach Taylor asked him, "You know, are you okay? If I put you in tomorrow night, are you going to be okay?" It's like Coach Taylor, you just asked a murderer if he was going to be cool with playing a high school football game, man. I think he's good. I think he can handle it. He's a cold-blooded killer. He's not cold-blooded, and he yeah. deserved it. But <laughs> like, like, I think he can. He's he's probably going to be pretty numbed. Like, I think it's going to be fine. But at the same time, it's Landry, who's, like, incapable of putting two sentences together without creeping anybody out.
1: Really, there should be nothing that Landry can't do at this point. He's killed a person.
0: Yeah, I mean, you should be able to... If you're not doing something well, it's not because, like, you're not mentally there enough to. It's because you just suck. Yeah. It's not because you're scared. Which, I mean, him sucking at football
1: would have been a great storyline, just... (laughs) <laughs> they make I, him way too good, I think. I,
0: well, I wrote down. I think there, so he ends up, his big play of the game, he, um, well, I guess he had a couple of big plays, but the first one, he forces a fumble. He's playing receiver or tight end or something. He forces a fumble after a pick. And that is, I think, the most believable thing that he could have done correctly. Like he's not gonna, he couldn't have caught some like amazing catch at that point. Like he's not gonna make a shoestring catch or you know, but he could probably force a fumble after a pick. The only other thing that I think would have been acceptable is he he probably could have drawn a pass interference call. I think that would have worked big time. Yeah,
1: we give the show a lot of crap for bad football logic, but that was good football logic making that decision. Like, hey, how can we move the ball down the field without (laughs) actually having Landry catch it?
0: Yeah, they didn't want to make it too... too un- this is the one time they were like, let's show some restraint on how believable this is. Um, I will say bad football logic. They advanced the ball on an onside kick, which you can't really do, right? No, you can't. Yeah, I don't think you can do that. Um, but yeah, Landry wins the game. Well, I guess Smash Smash ends up with the winning touchdown.
1: The bad football logic is like how everyone's like chanting Landry at the end of the game yeah. as if they have the wherewithal to be like, that was a really good, that was a smart heads up football yeah. Land- play.
0: Landry is the unsung hero, but he's, you know, Smash would be the one getting uh, his name chanted in that in that case, I I'm, guess. But I'm not saying football fans are dumb. I just think
1: that, <laughs> I just think that most people don't look at it that way. Like, cause, cause I can tell you who made a fumble recovery and you know, who had a good play, but like I can't always tell you who the lead blocker was or anything yeah. like that.
0: Yeah. So. Um, but Landry gets the, the King's welcome back at the diner uh, after, I think they're at the diner after they win the game. Um, but Tyra is sad. I skipped over a part, I guess. I must have forgotten to color code it in my notes. But Landry's dad basically confronted Tyra uh, before the game and was like, you better break up with my son now because I know what you two did.
1: Yeah. Do you think he's doing this more so just, like, to not implicate the two of them? Or do you think he just doesn't...
0: I think he just thinks Tyra's up to no good.
1: I was going to say that that was the other part of it. I was like, or did he just think that, like, Landry's life has gotten worse since Tyra's entered it?
0: I think he was skeptical, skeptical from the beginning, and then he realized, oh, shoot, my son, you know, they somehow committed murder together, like, they're bonding over this in some weird way, and... It was just like, I'm out, like I'm, I'm ending this now before this gets worse.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, I don't know, I guess just like in my own head, like I can probably talk myself into thinking that like the more distance there is between them, probably the better.
0: Yeah. I mean, especially if there's going to be an investigation and Yeah, he, he knows that like he, if, if they call in Tyra for questioning again and she's like, yeah, my boyfriend Landry and they're like, what kind of car does Landry drive? Like then they start putting together some pieces really quickly.
1: Maybe it's like a two birds one stone situation yeah. where he's just like, "She's trouble, but also like I know how these things go, and I know how to cover things up." Well,
0: he killed the whole flock of birds later on, uh, as he finally gets Landry to uh, to admit it. Basically, um, you know, kind of. I mean, Landry basically confessed. To yeah. The, You know, said it was self-defense and he's like oh no Landry I don't know he like kind of confronted him in the garage I got some Breaking Bad vibes like the uh, in the garage scene (laughs) (laughs) I know this was before Breaking Bad but I don't know maybe Tread lightly oh my gosh Walt Whitman it was Walt Whitman right Um, WW but
1: low-key could this all could have been avoided and it obviously takes a big chunk out of season two but Landry could have just called his father after he killed that guy and, would, been, like, yeah. and been like, Hey, Tyra, who I was going on a study date with, uh, was being attacked yeah. and I defended her and I think I might've killed a guy. And right. I think he would have been like, Oh, that sounds like self-defense. Yeah. Let me come to the crime scene. Don't move.
0: They should have just, yeah. Called the cops or called his dad from the very beginning. We talked about that a little bit last I week. I know. It just... I mean, they thought they were taking him to the hospital, but then at that point, you're way too guilty and all your evidence in your favor. I mean, they just... they, I mean, they didn't have to dump the body, but... Just really dumb they kids. ...they arrived at that conclusion. But yeah, no, they just, they just totally made mistakes. But then Landry's dad... Honestly, man what more could you want I
1: need a spinoff show about Landry's dad and how much
0: how many how many murders he's covered up he has done this before that much is clear (laughs) (laughs) he knew he was like all right, Landry you're driving my car or I forget who drove what car but like
1: well they took separate cars so they could
0: drive back together yeah that's what I'm saying so like you're driving my car I'm taking this car whatever vice versa and you're following me (laughs) get everything out of your car they lit it on fire. <laughs> I always wonder, I've never lit any, I've never put something on fire to erase evidence.
1: Just wait for my bachelor party. I just, we'll, <laughs> lot of, we'll light a lot of stuff The morning fire. after.
0: Um, are you not like concerned that, I feel like I would be concerned that somebody would spot the fire from like a distance and be like,
1: huh, what's that? Like, I just imagine like, kind of like a a redneck drinking, just like, just like like sitting close to that ditch and be like, "Huh?
0: Yeah. What are they doing to that car?" Or even just like a nosy neighbor, like an old guy that like calls the cops just with like his neighborhood report every Tuesday morning. But if we know anything about Landry's
1: father, he's probably done this before and he probably knew this is a good spot.
0: <sighs> he's been to that spot. I mean, he's <laughs> done this before at least once. That much is a fact. Um but yeah, they got it. They burnt. They freaking burned the car, man. I mean, Do
1: you think that Landry, later on in life, changes his name to Todd? And he moves out to New Mexico? <laughs> and that he was running from something? Have you seen
0: El Camino? I have not yet. You haven't watched El Camino yet? Oh my gosh. I have a lot of things going on. I would have loved if they would have revealed in El Camino that, that uh, Friday Night Lights was a Breaking Bad prequel. <laughs> Like, yeah. a part of the 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 Breaking Bad extended universe. <laughs> and it's just like, this is how Todd grew up. I mean, the age actually... It's not far-fetched. It's not complete. Like, I don't know if they ever say what Todd's age is explicitly. But, like, I don't know. New Maybe.
1: Mexico and Texas are pretty close if to Todd each other. If Todd was, like,
0: 25 in 2013, he would have been yeah about 17 in 2006 it works man <laughs> this has been one of my better fan fiction theory podcasts i mean, i'm sure we're not the first ones to think of this i'm sure this is out there um i, I just let let me have this or is this it is, is this could also be a prequel to the black mirror episode that jesse Plemons is in i USA's still need Callister. to watch black mirror oh you, you haven't seen any black mirrors Mm-mm. there's some good ones um and Jesse Plemons is the star of uh, of a later one in which he essentially is, like, cloning his coworkers and putting them into, like, a VR universe that he controls. It's very weird. Yeah, it there's does some, sound like that. It's good, but it's, I mean, it's, it's weird. Um, I guess that's all. That's I mean, it. They, they burn the car. Um,
1: it's kind of done now, right? like it's basically over
0: what do you mean the, mur- the murder
1: the murder storyline. I don't
0: remember where it goes from here
1: the, um, okay so let's just act like we haven't watched the show before yeah. it
0: has to be over right There, there's
1: no more you can go off of this other than maybe some lame Landry- I
0: mean, Tyra is still guilty as hell in her mind
1: yeah I, was gonna say, I guess he
0: still has to deal with the fact that his dad now knows that he's a murderer and that even worse he lost his grandfather's watch yeah that was a joke yeah <laughs> Another thing in the show that I don't care about. <laughs> it it puts him at the scene. <laughs> I just we have to get payoff for that. It can't be over. We haven't gotten payoff for the watch thing yet.
1: That's true. I just imagine like in the writers' room, they're like, uh, we're gonna go on strike soon. Just say his watch got lost. <laughs> just like, can we go to lunch already,
0: <laughs> please?" We're gonna be striking soon. We don't it's need funny, this. Is his dad connected him back? The watch is like out there. I mean, they didn't find the watch, right? That wasn't a thing that I'm forgetting about that confrontational scene.
1: I don't know. I think that's something we're gonna to have to to keep to keep our eyes oh on as
0: we continue. I don't remember. I'm not trying to. Um, the extra points is extra points this week are pretty weak. To be honest with you. We've got Julie, Matt, Julie. Uh, I put Julie in here twice for some reason. Julie, Matt, Anton, and the new girl, and some sort of a long, and uh, some sort of a long, long, long love. There we go, love. Square. I
1: completely forgot about this love interest of Maddie, Maddie Saracen. Yeah,
0: I mean, I can't imagine it lasts long.
1: No, but Maddie's having a good time right now.
0: Sure. Yeah. He got. He was a good excuse for him to blow off Julie and not be a chump. So he said, or so Landry I'm apparently called him. I wish we'd have gotten the scene where Landry was like, "You're a chump if you go out with Julie again." Yeah, we didn't. That that happened off. <laughs> of all the things that we didn't get, we didn't get that <laughs> scene. I just want to see Jesse Plemons saying, "Matt, you're a chump." Like, I am a chump. Um, I don't know. I thought that Julie was just an absolute terrible person in this block. Um, She's a
1: terrible person in this season.
0: Yeah, so far. All six episodes. She refers to her new baby sister as a blob um, and is mad when kind of funny. she gets woken up. It's rude. Her mom needs support. <laughs> and then like throws a fit whenever her mom won't take her dri- do driving lessons or whatever. She's terrible at driving after Eric takes her. Um, it's just a total mess. She gets very jealous whenever Matt has this new new interest. Um, oh, and she gets super pissed at Anton and Anton is obviously a terrible person the entire time. Is he terrible? Am I forgetting something? Well, he forgot about their date. That's not great.
1: Yeah, I just think he's
0: just like kind of a... just kind of aloof.
1: Yeah. He just kind he of... Come, he comes
0: off as like just a dumb stoner kid. Yeah. Which she like gets very freaked out by the drugs and alcohol and is like, shoot, my mom was right. What did the mom tell her? She told her about Doug Odom. I don't remember what the warning specifically was. I don't know either.
1: I just think that, like, Julie had this idea of him at the pool that is not him in reality at all.
0: (laughs) No. And she had that reality shattered because he treated her like a toddler. And then they still ended up having a relationship. And then she had it shattered again and wanted to go back to Matt. Matt was like, no, I ain't no chump. I no chance. and bailed on her. Um, I think they end up back together. Although maybe not. Um, Who knows? Did we get much um, housekeeper content in this in this block? Not at all. I didn't write anything down. Not not
1: not not enough, in my opinion. What's her name? Um, we're really bad at this. Carlita? We're really good at this sometimes. Carlita. Is that um, it? Car.
0: Played by Danielle Alonzo. Carlotta Carlotta I wasn't too far off Wow they kept her last name that's interesting the actress is Daniela Alonzo and her name is Carlotta Alonso interesting
1: I don't know. we probably never hear her last name actually in the show
0: that's probably true it's probably just a credit um, Matt's like never like uh, you know Carlotta Alonzo will you marry me I wish we would have gotten that though we, uh, Matt would have liked that at some point, probably. Um, all right. We got to talk. Do we have to talk about the sex thing with Tammy and coach? Do you have thoughts? Cause I don't have many. I mean, it's just kind of fun. I mean, this is the content where it's like the extra stuff that d- isn't technically necessary, but like, this is the kind of thing that I think actually helps the show.
1: Well, and kind of going back to my point about like, could we get more relationship building with or not relationship building, but more attention
0: to yeah. Eric and Tammy and the newborn and all that. Yeah. And that this accomplishes that in a way that Coach Taylor's check being light just doesn't. Um, we get the great scene with Mac McGill where he's like, you know, basically gives advice on how to have post-pregnancy sex with his wife. Doesn't go over well, though. Neither of us have kids. Um, not yet. So, I don't know. I might just write this one down for later see if it works but we'll apparently it's some sort of a trope because Tammy came back from the book club which is what Coach Taylor told her to do or what Miguel said you know this is my advice and uh, she was like yeah every woman there had a story about what you just tried to do to me <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> uh, I don't know I, I don't I don't think we're not qualified to talk about this, this is like, it's like we're preaching to a juvie population not qualified.
1: <laughs> that's what we call a callback in the podcasting industry.
0: Uh, I think that's it, man.
1: to hand out some awards. Yeah. Banquet time. Yeah. MVP. I. This is tough. Cause I don't think anyone really super excelled. Cause it, there's a lot of different ways that you could go with this. Do you have a clear cut? Person that you think was MVP?
0: Um, I'll throw a nominee out there. Okay, I, I think it was a good block for Tim Riggins. Yeah, I didn't. I thought about throwing that out there, but I thought you'd shut it down. Well, just Tim has set the bar so low, and everyone has set the bar solo for Tim. But he he clearly hurdled the bar. He he didn't let Jason die on multiple times. Jason could have died, and he didn't. He didn't allow that to happen. Although he did let him jump out the back, kind of. But they went back and got it. It was worked out. All's well that ends well, right? Yeah.
1: He's a, he's a little racist in this block, but maybe should that negate his candidacy for this? You know, if NBC is willing to air
0: it, who are we to decide? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a bad way to live life. But teach his own. Um, I don't know. He he then he also helped Santiago when he didn't have to. Um, you know, he sort of helped things with Smash and Matt. He's kind of being humble about this thing with Coach Taylor. I don't know. I mean, Coach Taylor's not the MVP. McGregor's not the MVP. Tammy, I guess. Saracen? Um, I didn't think... He he wasn't in it enough, I don't think. Landry? Hmm. Landry or Landry's dad. Landry's dad is kind of a stealth candidate. I... Landry's dad was kind of like Joel Embiid. Like, he only played 40 games, but a lot of people thought he still should have won Rookie of the Year. (laughs) That's a good one to put it. Well, like, he burned
1: a car to cover up his son's murder, so... I'm still not over him basically cock-blocking Landry. I'm just a little upset about it.
0: Tyra was so mean in that scene. She played it off very well.
1: I was going to say, I don't want to say Tyra was the LVP, but, like she wasn't no she did her job but god she didn't have to go that far i think she did to like really end it yeah
0: i guess i think she did um i'm cool with going with landry or landry's dad let's a cole, mvp
1: McCall mvp father-son duo yeah ken griffey senior and junior uh lvp I think
0: Buddy was very manipulative. I was gonna say, I I think, I think it might be Buddy. I mean, Buddy didn't do anything super egregious, but he's just like very, just like a fake person living a fake life. He's a used car salesman,
1: and he uses people.
0: Yeah, and just spits them out. Both words contain the word "use." Uh, I mean, it's not Cherish and Lila, Tyra, Tammy, Coach, McGregor, Mac smash it's not smash uh, yeah I think it's I think it's it's a, kind
1: of a weak LBP class but I think you give it to buddy
0: this was not my favorite episode block
1: no it's not my favorite season yeah I mean eh. you're kind of looking at you gotta look through that lens as I mean, well we've got a
0: lot of things we've talked about here um yeah so I think it's what, what did we just agree on um
1: well we gave buddy the LVP, and bye. we gave Landry and Landry's father
0: uh, any other awards uh, I don't think there was a cringy pop culture reference I don't remember a monologue IBM yeah oh, I don't know if that's pop was IBM that big in 2005
1: feels like it was bigger then than it is yeah now. that's
0: that's fair yeah I could I could see that that's fair um, we should add an award for season two it's just like the most absurd unrealistic thing that would never happen that just doesn't matter to the plot of the show I mean, there was
1: there there was a murder, and I I think there's that probably isn't even number one.
0: Well, again, just the most unrealistic thing ever is him calling Coach Taylor in the middle of a game and getting to like this hard line at the TMU press box.
1: Yeah, that's kind of unforgivable. Like it's
0: just late. It, like why? It's so it bothers me way more than it should, and I acknowledge that. But, uh, but he's like a. Uh, old Joe Goldberg from you. He just that. has his ways. Are we gonna,
1: you is our next podcast. I think.
0: I think <laughs> we're gonna after we do the after we finish all five seasons of Front and Allies, we're just gonna transition into you. I
1: don't think the the the, the two like full white and semi white males are probably the best people to talk about you. I don't think it.
0: Race is not really a factor on that show. I don't
1: know. I just if it, the, I mean, I feel like it's much more gender than racial.
0: We, we should we, definitely have a woman on.
1: We should have Paige and Alyssa. Yeah, like a or little round table. The, session. Four of us.
0: Yeah. The, this is.
1: Are, are you the, caught up? This is the most. Yeah, I am. You're man. This is. I the was most, so happy. I was gonna say that would be the most on brand thing for me and you to have a double date where we do a podcast with our significant others.
0: <laughs> Skype date once uh once Paige and I move. No, it's. I want to talk about you right now, but I feel like we're we're going to lose people. And the people that care about you probably don't want it spoiled for them. So, um, you know, if you want our takes on you, our Twitter, you know, our DMs are open. Our mentions are open. Um, Matt Saracen over Thinking Award. Mm, I don't think there really is anything. Matt
1: Saracen asking Tammy Taylor, do you think I'm a chump? Yeah. It's usually just Matt Saracen. (laughs) It's yeah. We did a. I did a terrible job naming that award
0: because <laughs> it's usually just Matt. Well, no, I think that means you did a good job naming the award, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, insult of the week. I don't think there's really. I don't know. I mean, I don't remember the verbatim quote, but Tammy's sister getting into Eric about how little he makes was funny.
1: Um. Let's see. Is there anything that I wrote down? This isn't a insult, but Tim, after getting arrested in Mexico and getting bailed out, you know what his parting words were?
0: No.
1: Cheers, go Cowboys. That's what he said as he left the, the jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm betting he's not the only one. There was another thing that Smash said, and I don't have any context for this which makes it better somehow but he at some point said I don't get on all fours for nobody that's a line he says in this show in in season er, I
0: miss Waverly man
1: in episode I do too I miss
0: Waverly I the lack of Waverly in season two so far is unacceptable just, I feel like everything has just gone downhill a little bit just to kind of pull back on season two so far like I don't feel like the performances have been as good. The writing has been horrific. And, like, we knew all this, right? But we, we knew going seeing in. seeing it is still a little disappointing. And I'm. it also makes me excited for season three because I know it does get better. Yeah, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. For sure. But it's a tunnel. <laughs> it's, a, it's a long tunnel. It's, it's a cave for a little... I mean, there's... <laughs> you just kind of got to... Have you seen Chernobyl? Mm-mm. No, I can't. I don't know there's a part where like they have to like wade through dark waters to fix the nuclear disaster it's totally dark and their flashlights go out I'm assuming there's more burning cars in Chernobyl than there is Friday Night Lights burning cars I don't know about that no I don't think so it's not like the whole city wasn't on fire or anything oh okay there's definitely more death in like yeah I would, I would assume so yeah no it's definitely darker uh, in Chernobyl but alright man you wanna wrap up Let's do it. I think uh, I think that's all I've got for this week. We'll be back uh, next week, for season or for season two episodes seven through nine. Yeah, we're getting pretty close, right? Yeah, we've got two more episodes left in season two, and then we'll do a season two recap uh, at the end, just Exciting. like we did with season one.
1: I'm excited for it. Yeah. All right, Spencer. This is good. This yeah. is a good time. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Joe. Thanks to everyone out there for sticking with us. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast available on all major podcast platforms and. If you would like, leave us a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app. It helps get the word out about the show. And we appreciate you tremendously for doing it. So, with that being said,
0: for Spencer Davis, my name is Joe Bettner. Clear eyes. Full Cannot lose.